Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I mean is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg about someone finally top that keg. I'm just here. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is indeed time again for Just Here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM. Also available at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also stream us through all your favorite mobile streaming devices at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram, our Facebook page, and you can go to justhereforthebeer.com. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer Limited, proprietor of Just Here for the Beer Brewery Tours, which I hear are coming back. Hopefully soon, my friend. You know, just got to lift those restrictions, right? So you can find out more information at justhereforthebeer.com. This is the first time we've been at the Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam on Golden Drive. Nice little spot, huh? Yeah. We were, um, this is, of course, a property of the, well, managed by May Management, which we'll talk to uh, Shane in just a second. But I'll tell you about what's coming up on the show. We've got a couple of first-timers today, Rick. We've got uh, Kat Sahota from Steamworks. We've never had Steamworks on the program in the almost 11 years we've been doing this radio show. We'll also talk to Brent Shaw, who is the CEO of Beverage Concepts. And we're talking Krombacher, a beer that goes back to the 1800s. That's right. So long history there. Talk to our friend uh, Courtney and Christy, the head brewer of North Paw Brewing in Port Coquitlam. We'll also talk to uh, Mariner Brewing, which is in Coquitlam. And again, this is such an incredible beer scene going on in virtually every area. Brand new feature called Meet the Brewer. And we'll talk, uh, Sean Phillips will introduce us to Kerry Dyson, who is the head brewer of uh, Brew Hall, which is on 2nd Avenue. And uh, as I mentioned, Shane May. Now, I've known Shane a whole long time and you've got a rich history in the in the restaurant uh, scene in in the lower mainland you got a rich history in the music scene uh our mutual friend your late dear father arnie may was just uh, uh just a beautiful spirit and uh, has possibly the best picture of him and elvis yes uh that's a, it's quite a story 1957 back in the day uh he played two shows with elvis uh and the reason that happened my father was a drummer he was an amazing drummer and in, back in the day, the, uh, the local musicians through the union had to play with all the international acts that came in. So he was really blessed to be on stage and play for Elvis for two shows and also spent about four or five hours with him in his dressing room for the afternoon. There is a great picture as you enter the Golden Parrots here, a picture of your dad. Elvis never looked better. Your dad never looked better. They look like two studs. Oh, my God, they look great. I go, the funny thing about it, everybody comes, is that you with Elvis? I go, well, I look pretty good for about 87 right now. All of the projects that I do, I bring uh, dad and Elvis in for good luck. Well, as I said, you have a rich history both in the restaurant scene and, of course, you're actively involved in music. And let's talk about May Management because uh, part of your role here at the Golden Parrots is to provide some entertainment. Now, we've lived in a crazy period for the last year plus, but we can see the end. We can see we can see reality coming back and normal coming back. Uh, what do you got planned? Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's great to uh, be able to work with a family that has uh, been in the, in the business for many years, too. Uh, and they've, uh, um, you know, wanted to get a, a back into the music scene a little bit with what I do, and we've uh, had a few shows already, 
and it's it's really really great to do we have um coming up we've got uh, nadine uh, states and rob montgomery on july 17th uh it's fantastic then after their amazing local talent uh then after that we've got uh russell marslin and raven blackwell uh we've actually booked them in for two nights which is kind of rare uh we're looking at august 13th and 14th and i have to say i literally while we were here i just got one guy walked in and booked for 20 people so we're almost sold out for that one and then uh another friend is coming in september 25th gino jerusi in the dance mob uh he's another staple in the area he actually played my wedding in uh, 1988 i hope i got that right honey but i'm pretty sure it was 1988 uh and he's another talent and a lot of great things going on for him and i you know what we're just really excited to be able to help support these musicians we uh we do a cover charge at the door and i'll tell you everybody is happy to be able to pay for these talented talented musicians we have and they're all pretty world class so it's really really exciting for uh, for myself to be able to be carry on what my father did giving a stage to people and he was fortunate to do some uh, some big stars back in the day. Well, I'll tell you part of the history, Rick, that uh, I was talking about with the, the May family and uh, Arnie, his his father, was the biggest supporter of of acts and live music. Wh- whether whether he took a loss on the act or not, he was about it was about well, he, he was well, he did yeah, <laughs> and it was about promoting the act. And I'll never forget one night he has a guy playing Rosini's uh, in Gastown. A guy named Plaz Johnson. And Arnie goes, oh, you got to come down and check out Plaz Johnson. He's a sax player. And again, this is pre-internet, so I didn't have a chance to Google him. And I didn't realize, but Plaz Johnson was the guy that played the sax on the Pink Panther solo. It was artists of that caliber that he was bringing through town. And I know that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, Shane. And, uh, you know, you know you, you've, you've, you're sort of carrying on the rich tradition because, again, it's, it's vanishing, man. It's gone. Yeah, it's, it, it is, and we're, we just got to try to keep it, keep it alive. And like I said, you know, Dad gave the stage to many, many people. Uh, you remember Lou Solis when he came and played. Uh, Michael Buble used to come and practice there with the singer. You know, my dad gave him his first big gig. He paid him 50 bucks, and it was wonderful. Just the other night, my cousin sent me a clip of him on Dan Rather explaining his first big gig was at Rossini's. And that Linton Garner was behind there. And, you know, I'm so happy he gave Linton some kudos because Linton was the man, you know. And if memory serves correct, I don't think you get Buble for 50 bucks anymore, do you? I don't know if you've checked lately. I don't know. You know, I'll put it out there, Michael. If you want to come down, you know, we'll have some fun. Remember the good old days. For sure. Well, let's talk about uh, Golden Parrot. So you've, this is one of the properties that you've been involved in, and um, you've got, you got food on the menu. T- talk us through it. Oh, my God. You know, it's been a really, really fun project. Uh, again, working with uh, Ed and Tamara and uh, Parker, uh, we're really proud of our team. We've got our uh, head chef, Tracy, has done a phenomenal job with the food. It's uh, Scratch Kitchen and her team. Uh, we're getting so many people loving the food you know we have a tasha our manager that uh, she's worked with me on a few other projects and um, she kind of keeps me organized so it's been great working with him and then just the service staff they just they're sincere and they love what they do so really happy to be able to do it we've got a lot of happy hour we've got happy hour between three and six we've got a late night happy hour now going from eight to close we've got daily specials uh, the great thing that I want to mention more than anything on Saturday, we've got Krombacher pints. We've got Steamwork uh, Sour pints on special, too. We want to support our, our, local, uh, our local people here that were on the show as well. 
and uh, we're just having a lot of fun and we're you know making a difference and uh, it's all about community and family and we're having a lot of fun with it and we've you know, Joe, and, and you and I are wing guys, and I had an opportunity to, you know, you kind of judge a place by its wings. If it's got good wings, you know, the rest of the food's probably going to fall in place. And, and I got to say, nice and crispy, hot and juicy, just just done just right. Well, I can, I can tell you, and, I, and this is going to sound like I'm really sucking up to uh, to Shane May, but I can tell you from personal friendship for many years, you're so much about the, the experience, the guest experience. I remember at Rosini's, it was famous for, you want more? I, if that's not enough for you, we'll, we'll make more for you. And it wasn't like we'll pile it onto your bill. It wasn't done like that. And you're all about the hospitality. I must also mention that even though it, it you know, when we get to normal, uh, it, it may not be as advantageous, but you have got like one of the best patio scenes going on here. And I remember the first time we came out here, um, I think it was in the early stages of COVID and, yeah. and that, but um, we didn't know what would happen. But my goodness, you, you're set for the future. We were really lucky with that patio. When we uh, got the notice of the shutdown inside, we were we were pretty worried. We didn't know whether we were going to stay open or, or 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 not. And then we uh, had a really good friend Joe just kind of say, "Hey, listen, I can get some tents for you, and you know, at a reasonable rate." And we put up the tents, and uh, man, we were busy. You know what? And and we can't thank our our you know local and our, all our clientele enough for helping support a small business. And uh, you know what? Thank God for local clientele. You know, and they keep supporting us. And and uh, kudos goes to them. You know, and our staff. And they they worked hard, really hard. So not knowing the geography of the environment too well, where do people find golden parrots? Golden parrots. Well, well I'm kind of used to east of Camby. I don't know where anything is. Sorry, I live in the Vancouver area. But uh, basically, I just come down Marine Way, straight over. And it's, it's right at United Boulevard and Golden. It, it really is easy to find, right off the highway as well, uh, the number one highway, I believe. And it's, it's one of those things where we find we have such a great clientele. <clears throat> Truck drivers that come in, they're right off the highway. The local clientele that we have here, we're in a bit of an industrial area, which is we get such great support from all the businesses. And let alone now with, with uh, um, word of mouth and what have you, all the people that live up the hill, just up on Mariner and, and what have you, they're all starting to come down and realize that this is a great place to be at and, and enjoy great food and now with the great music program that we're putting together. You mentioned truckers. Truckers know where the best food is, and that's, that's a given, right? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Shane May of the Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam. Uh, thanks for playing host to us, and kick back, sit around, and, uh, and enjoy the rest of the show. We will, and uh, great to have you guys here. Really enjoy chatting with you guys. Right. Cheers. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save 250 on a 15 pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only 26.49. Sleep and Clear 15 pack, save a dollar, only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase. It's liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. 
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something fresh, come and see me. It's never too late for a change, a fresh start, a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or a complete makeover, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown. Or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lad Clothing or visit the website goodladclothing.com. In the world of body art, you want someone who's creative, innovative, and gets it. That's Side Street Tattoo in Gastown and artist Devin Stacy. If you can imagine it, Devin can create it. Whether it's something simple, a full sleeve, or way beyond, it can be done and in a safe and sterile manner. If you've been thinking about getting your first ink or looking to add to an already existing piece, talk to my friend Devin Stacy. Side Street Tattoo at 26 East Cordova in Gastown. Online, sidestreettattoo.com. Hey guys, Shane Meyer here. I am the owner and operator of a place called Good Lad Clothing. Uh, Good Lad Clothing is located in North Vancouver, just about a 30-second walk from the C-Bus Terminal. Uh, and it is quite literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lad Clothing or visit the website goodladclothing.com. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the beer radio broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3, and available through all streaming devices. You can go to justhereforthebeer.com at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. It's Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer, broadcasting from the the Golden Parrots Pub in in Coquitlam. And uh, this is a part, part of the May management properties. We'll talk to Shane May in just a little bit. But look who it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Christy Isaac, who is the head brewer of North Paw in Port Coquitlam. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. Now, the last time we talked on the show, I don't think there was a COVID going on on the show, was there? It certainly wasn't. <laughs> And it had uh, a pretty dramatic effect on places that pour and serve liquor, yourselves included. But I'm happy to report that uh, Courtney Brown, your wonderful proprietor, showed us pictures of the patio situation. So it looks like some sunny days are ahead for, uh, for North Park. 
we're looking forward to um, making some new beers and having and hosting our, our guests out on our new patio. And Rick, you and Courtney go back some years. I know that the it was it was a Jamaican pale ale, if I remember correct. That that is correct, and there's a whole history behind that. And I'm sure if you guys get a chance and, and courts around the uh, tasting room, make sure you you grab them and and get the history on that. But yeah, for sure, it it's one of the probably one of the the tastiest beers that that I've had in a very very long time. Certainly is, and I know so much has evolved from that. And of course, I understand that your anniversary-ish is coming up. It is on uh, July 18th. We'll be celebrating our third-ish anniversary. And you can only imagine what anniversary celebrations are going to be like, because in fact, this very weekend is the first-ish anniversary of Container Brewing in the Strathcona area. But everything was kind of put on hold. So any any arbitrary dates that you may have set to do something, those all got pushed back. What do you think the response is going to be when you open your doors for your third-ish anniversary? You know, our our uh, local clientele have been so supportive of our brewery, and it'll only be. Uh, We'll only enjoy their company even more come our anniversary here, and we're looking forward to uh, producing some uh, beers and releasing some new beers for, for our anniversary and having them all summer long. We're talking to Christy Isaac, who is the head brewer of North Paw Brewing in Port Coquitlam. And uh, more than that, Rick, this is the brewery team here. This is the brewery team. Christy Isaac. Hi, I'm the team. <laughs> oh, you do. You literally do it all. You do everything from create the beer, put it in the tank, to pulling them out and then cleaning the tanks. What What is your day like? Is it pretty onerous to uh, owners to have that much responsibility? Uh, I would consider myself a, a fairly organized person. Uh, we have packaging dates uh, that we work towards. So creating a brew schedule after we've developed our packaging dates and then having our, our tank cleaning schedule and making sure that we always have kegs of fresh beer ready to go for our clients. Uh, it's a pretty orderly system. So uh, I would say that my day-to-day -day is pretty enjoyable. So for those that don't know the North Paw family of brews, talk us through it and tell us what your what are your standouts and what are you what are you most proud of? Well, our standouts right now, I mean, we have our Jamaican Pale Ale, which you guys have, have been huge supporters of, and it's one of my favorites. It's my take home. Uh, we have a fresh batch of Solstice, which is our house IPA. We have our BA Juicy, which is outstanding right now. I encourage anybody to come in and try that. And then uh, for some of the old school uh, beer fans, we have the Hoey the Lads, which is our brown ale, backed by popular demand, and our uh, we have a black IPA, the Gimme the Loot, which has the uh, stunning can art, uh, which is one of my favorites. And again, that would probably be a, a huge take-home for myself as well. Now, Christy, when you start coming up with these, like, is Courtney on the sales side kind of driving some of this, or is this some of you really saying, no, I really want to, I really want to do this? Uh, Courtney 100% knows exactly what uh, our our core fans are looking for, and honestly, I'm looking forward to to brewing uh, these beers. I'll tell you, the Gimme the Loot is actually my first uh, go at it. Uh, so there, I don't believe there's any more core beers that, that I haven't done at least one brew of in the, the North Paw family of, of core beers. So I'm always looking forward to, to brewing them each and every time and, and uh, you know, improving upon them. But uh, right now the beer is fresh and it's, and it's all pretty awesome. 
Christy, there are some breweries around the lower mainland that pride themselves on getting weird and pushing the weird as, as far as they can. What is your philosophy when it comes to that? Are you adventurous in beer, or do you like to keep it simple and, and sort of perfect it each time? I'm more of the simple and keep it perfected every time. However, we have been branching out and uh, coming up for our, uh, our anniversary and, and perhaps a little sooner than that, we have our love movement, which we did last year. And uh, this year's take on the love movement would probably be one of my more uh, extreme versions of, of a beer. So it's going to be a milkshake IPA. This year's flavor is going to be a blackberry lemon. And yeah, and we used uh, some lotus hops, which aren't really widely used, and then the new hop tango, which in conjunction with brew culture, uh, we did this collaboration and they brought the, the packs of tango hops. So we've put it all in the tank. We'll see what we get. Uh, but so far, it's looking pretty good. You know what I think is amazing, Rick, is that the first time you and I went out to North Paw was around the time I think they had just opened or were about to open. And that was about three years-ish ago. And it's amazing how the Port Coquitlam beer scene has grown in that time. I think it's, it's, it's the genesis of people moving out to, to, to the burbs in a way. And, and these businesses just kind of following along with that, right? So I think Courtney's done an outstanding job there. We've seen pictures of that patio. <coughs> I think it's perfect. Giving a lot of compliments to Courtney. It's as if he's sitting at the table here, but but he's not. <laughs> uh, so, Christy, what can we expect for the anniversary? I mean, you're, you're, from what I understand, if I if I understand the the guidelines correctly, come July second, and of course you're talking mid July, come July second, restrictions have been lifted in terms of capacity. Um, the mask thing is, I think, optional, or, or it, we'll find out more, of course, as time gets closer. But you can actually have a full on birthday party like you you're so richly deserving. Uh, we know for sure that we're going to have an awesome patio for people to enjoy. We're going to have some great new releases of beers. We're going to have our cores available. And we're dabbling with the idea of having a pretty colorful IPA board uh, for our anniversary. So look forward to that. Well, we look forward to it. And, of course, we need to make another trip out there when, when, when normal returns. But at least we can see Norm. That, that's most definitely true, sir. That is Christy Isaac, who is the head brewer of North Paw Brewing in Port Coquitlam on Just Here for the Beer Radio. We are broadcasting from the Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel, downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com, or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. 
Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass, and you can enter to win a jersey. You can save $250 on a 15-pack of Michelob Ultra. They're only $26.49. Sleep and Clear 15-pack. Save a dollar, only $27.29, plus a gift with purchase. It's Liquor on 248th on 248th Street and Fraser Highway, the flagship store from Angry Otter Liquor. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the beer radio broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also available static free in HD. At 96.9 FM HD3. You can also stream us through all of your favorite mobile streaming devices. You can follow Just Here for the Beer at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook, justhereforthebeer.com. It's a whole lot of Just Here for the Beer. It's Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir of Just Here for the Beer. And um, the return soon of uh, the Just Here for the Beer brewery tours, Rick. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to, to getting back into the swing of things. We're just waiting for things to open up and making sure that our brewery partners are okay with us bringing people into to the brew houses and, and making sure there's room in tasting rooms, et cetera, et cetera. So hopefully uh, the province, if you're listening, uh, will roll some of those restrictions back and, and we'll be able to get going again. Just Here for the Beer has been broadcasting since October of 2010, and uh, on this particular show, we've been blessed with a couple of first-timers. We uh, had Steamworks, of course, the first time Steamworks has been on the program, and we're pleased to welcome uh, a long-time acquaintance of the brewing industry, Mr. Brent Shaw is the CEO of Beverage Concepts, and before we talk about what's in the portfolio that we're going to talk about, Brent, first of all, why did it take 11 years? Take 11 years to... <laughs> Come on, man. We've been around 11 years, and we finally get you on the show. Well, uh, actually, I've been on the show before. It was uh, on Commercial Drive. I at oh, the... Yeah, I, I can't yeah, remember. Stand corrected. There you go. And I don't know if you remember the uh, Coquitlam International Craft Beer Festival. That's right. That was 2016. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was going to put that event on again, but uh, just due to the financial out, uh, outcome of the first one, as you know, it takes uh, approximately three years to finally make some money on the, on the beer festivals. But uh, it might come around again in 2022. Well, I think what the, uh, the thing that I've learned, and Rick, you would know this better than any because you've been staging these things years ago, um, but the infrastructure that you need to bring in, like it's easy enough to say, yeah, we're going to do a beer festival, but you need fencing, you need security, you need porta-potties, you, you, know, you need an infrastructure. And a lot of times these municipalities aren't fun to deal with, are they, Brent? No, they're not. However, uh, Coquitlam was, was quite easy, and we also had the, uh, the sponsorship of the Kinsmen which uh, really helped uh, progress all the loopholes of, of permits, et cetera. 
Um, what I found is, um, yeah, the, the first year the capital outlay is huge, and in the second year you usually recoup half of your expense, and in the third year you break even, and in the fourth year it's all gravy. But uh, I think we put a great show on. Uh, that year we had 2,500 attendants, and um, yeah, we hope to do it again in the future. Remember that. That was a big open field. Actually, yeah, you know what? I stand corrected. I'm sorry about that. I, I got my data wrong, Brent. Darn it. Well, let's talk about Beverage Concepts. What exactly is Beverage Concepts? Uh, it was a concept I uh, started probably 28 years ago. Uh, at that time, I was in the uh, hospitality industry. I owned a number of bars, and uh, my dad was working at uh, Labatt Breweries. Uh, he was there for 35 years, and they gave him a golden handshake. So I decided to uh, uh, start an agency with all his contacts working for Labatt's. I figured it'd be a great uh, in with all his, all his uh, um, you know uh, cohorts and, and people that he worked with. So I started it up, and we had we started with uh, maybe eight brands. Uh, Asahi was one of them. Uh, I think we started with uh, one container a year, and we uh, in the end it was uh, 55 containers a year. We would move of that one brand. Um, and over those years, my brother came on board, Wade, Wade Shaw, and uh, my sister, she uh, did the commissions out of Toronto, and uh, my other brother, Trevor, he was the bookkeeper, accountant, and, uh, you know, to the, to, even to this day, my dad's still working, puts in probably a six-hour day, and he's uh, 85. You're really talking a family business here. I, I didn't realize it was uh, it was that deeply ingrained. So among your portfolio, and this is always cool because when you've got a beer that is so old in terms of how long it's been around, you know they're doing something right. And this brand we're talking about, Krombacher, goes back to what year? Uh, 1803. Uh, it's family-owned. Mr. Schrattenberg, uh, him and his family have, have owned it ever since the day one. Um, it's the number one selling Pilsner in all of Germany. Uh, it's sold in over 30 countries at this time. Uh, they take pride in, in their product uh, by uh, bringing in over 11 brewmasters to accommodate the demand. Um, it's made from the finest ingredients. They have uh, 11, 11 uh, I guess they call them Urschgellers, which is underground streams, which produce a very specific type of water with low mineral base, and uh, they have they grow all their hops uh, in their land right around the brewery, and um, yeah, they, they produce uh, a great great product. So, Rick, are you familiar with German beers at all? I, I am familiar with German beers, and one of the things that I love about this particular story is this is almost a, a farm-to-table type idea where they're growing their hops locally, they're getting all of their ingredients locally, and one of the most important things that people don't realize is that the water makes a big difference in how your beer comes out flavored, right? There's certain things that you can control with your malts, with your barley, with your, with your hops, but the water is one of the biggest ingredients. Now, Brent, I know that you have been to the plant in uh, in Germany. You've probably seen the operation, and it's, I'm sure it's a pretty impressive uh, infrastructure as well. But um, how does that translate? How do German beers do in the North American markets? And, you know, I mean, does it, does it require a, a heavy concentration of a German populace, or do people just appreciate fine beer? Well, a lot of it has to do with the branding of the product. Uh, we came in probably eight years ago. I don't know if you remember the... Uh, Vancouver Christmas market uh, I had a booth there 
and I think they have over 150,000 visitors over the course of the month and we had great great exposure so from there we uh, we uh, moved the product into the beer and wine stores uh, constantly trying to get it listed with the liquor board with our package the bottle as well as a 500 mil can and because we sort of missed missed the boat and getting in uh, there's such a saturation of, of German beers um, we've been waiting to get in ever since so you know by marketing now and and really pushing um, um, some advertising on the product hopefully we can uh, get it to where I had Asahi at one time Brent Shaw the CEO of Beverage Concepts thanks for joining us man cheers thank you guys I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning avant-garde hair studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at avant-garde hair studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Okay, this is Sean Phillips for Just Here for the Beer. I'm sitting down with Carrie Dyson, head brewer here at Brew Hall in Olympic Village. Carrie, how you doing, man? Uh, doing great. Yeah, very excited to, to have you here in our space. It's been uh, hasn't been too long since we've had uh, people indoors, but I'm I'm really no happy kidding. to have How's people How's that back. transition been for you? Uh, it's it's been kind of crazy. So really uh, early on in the pandemic, we had to pivot really hard from uh, draft to, to cans, mm-hmm. and luckily we had just purchased a canning line, which is uh, really very intentional. Fortunate and, timing, definitely. Uh, so we bought a canning line and we flipped everything into into cans and packaged goods. Uh, but now we're kind of like, gearing back up for summer and it's it's going to be a big one i think it's going to be really I'm nice. sure yeah as soon as uh crowds start filling out in here groups aren't limited to six a piece it's gonna i'm excited to see what happens in here for sure yeah we've got some yeah. big things planned too um we've got a, a an lto uh coming up soon so we're launching two beers at the same time uh as putting out a, a limited menu and it's going to be tacos and just kind of beach vibes Amazing. and two two really good beers what to match are, what are the two beers you're doing there uh, so we're doing uh, a Mai Tai Sour, and then we're going to be doing a Hurricane IPA. So two very tropical, very kind of cocktail-forward beers, yeah. and I think they'll, they'll do really well. Hurricane IPA, what kind of things are you putting in there? Uh, so, yeah, it's a big IPA, and then we're dry hopping it with Sabro and Talus, which are kind of my two favorite hops right now. Nice. And then it's going to have blood orange and passion fruit as well. So it's going to be really tropical, um, big flavors coming through, and the, uh, the Talus and the Sabro dry hop is going to kind of give it a a guava and coconut uh, aroma as well so that'll be really nice that sounds like a perfect beer for summery beach days eh? that's that's fantastic Um, so I'm sitting you've got a flight in front of me here
here. Do you want to go through? I'm just going left to right on the flight here. Yeah, perfect. So, so it seems like I've got some kind of a pilsner here of sorts. Uh, well, we started you off with our Kolsch. So, oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, started kind of increasing in intensity. So our Kolsch, Kohl uh, story, bro. Um, <laughs> it won uh, most recently at the Canadian Brewing Awards. We picked up a bronze for it. Um, and I'm really proud of it. It's a really delicious, really easy drinking beer, and it kind of hits that that lager pilsner category. Um, but it still is really flavorful and really easy drinking. Definitely, yeah. It's definitely a beer that's very crushable. I, I can put a few of these back, no problem. It's, it's my beach beer. I, uh, yeah, I drink quite a bit of it. <laughs> I love yeah. to hear that, man. And next up here, what do we got? Uh, next up is Neon Lights, which is our hazy pale ale. Um, it picked up uh, bronze at the uh, the BC Beer Awards. Fantastic. Um, so I'm really really happy with it and it's it's light enough that you can still drink a, a ton of it it's four and a half percent but it's yeah. got all of that tropical aroma coming through and it's a 100 percent citra dry hops uh pale ale amazing a lot of people are doing the dry hop more focused kind of ipas and pales right now right yeah i think like dry hopping is a way to like really get precise aromas and it it really comes through i always kind of equate it to you're, you're finishing your your beer with this aroma and this flavor rather than adding it early on mm. and by adding the hops later on in the process you're not going to get any of the bitterness so that's a, a delicious beer with a ton of aroma but it really doesn't nice. come across bitter so it's really easy to, to knock back a few more accessible for maybe non-ipa drinkers people that are, don't want that excessive hoppiness that we sometimes have here in the west coast yeah yeah absolutely mm. and you can see that trend it's been kind of changing over the last couple of years mm. uh it used to be like this kind of of arms race to get the most hoppy, most bitter yeah. beer, um, which isn't the most tasty beer. Uh, so I think I think that's kind of that shift of trying to make the, the beer that tastes the best, that smells the best, rather than just the most bitter for the sake of being bitter. Definitely, I like that philosophy for sure. Um, next up here, uh, this got? is Azedo, our tropical fruit sour. Mm -hmm. uh, Azedo, it's uh, it's just really bright and it's got a nice acidity coming through. Yeah. We use uh, passion fruit, pineapple, and then a little bit of black currant in there as well. And the black currant kind of gives it that blush, that uh, that like rose hue. Um, but it's just a really nice, easy drinking sour and. Kind of in, in the last year or two, we've really been known for our sours. So I, I've got a Zato here for you, which is one of our, our core beers. Uh, and then uh, a returning hit, um, the last one on your, your flight paddle, is yep. Mighty Morphin Sour Rangers, uh, which is just a dry hop sour. Straightforward dry hop sour. Yeah. Now you did three of those in the Mighty Morphin series, yeah? Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a <laughs> bit of a marathon to get them all out. But uh, we originally came out with Mighty Morphin, and then uh, each year, kind of around our anniversary, we would come out with a new Mighty Morphin. So the first one was an original, just dry hop sour, uh, and then we did the Mighty Morphin Yellow Ranger, uh, which is with mango, and we've got Mighty Morphin Pink Ranger, which is with dragon fruit. And then this year we wanted to, to round it out to make a, a full four pack. So we did the Black Ranger, which was a goza, a uh, black goza with blueberries and blackberries. Um, so now we've got the, the Mighty Morphin Mix Pack with the four beers, um, which is just like a really cool product that we could uh, give really to people. That's a really cool theme to go with too. What was, was there sort of like an idea behind doing the Power Rangers thing or just having a good time with it? Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, initially it, it was just, uh, it was the name for, for this one-off beer and then we're like trying to figure out what we're going to do the, the following year and it's like, yeah. let's, let's try to knock out a couple more Rangers. So, I think we're, we're running out of colors. It's going to be really challenging to do blue. Uh, I think red start, will be a little bit easier. You got to start going down the line of all the weird Power Rangers spin-off 
series and oh, just man. start picking out different ranges. For sure, yeah. yeah. Green, I think, is going to be tough. Blue is going to be very hard. For sure. Um, so it's uh, it's an exciting challenge that we've got uh, So if you're doing the four-pack of them, have you got different rangers on each can? Is that kind of an aesthetic thing that you've Yeah, well, if, you, if you get a chance, so that I think we're almost sold out of, uh, of, of the mix packs. I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so each of them was kind of a different ranger, different color. So uh, we've got the pink, yellow, black, and then the original is kind of in that yellow and pink uh, um, gradient. And it, all of the cans look absolutely incredible. Awesome. That's really cool. You guys have done a couple of different series here, right? Because this, sorry, this is the Neon Lights in Virginia? Neon Lights, yeah. So you've got a couple of different beers in that same sort of name range? Yeah, so, so Neon Lights was actually the first beer that we brewed, uh, and just kind of a hazy pale. I thought that would be really nice to have on our lineup. For sure. Uh, and then more recently, we brewed Spotlights, which is taking our Neon Lights base and then just swapping out the hop. So normally, Neon is 100% Citra. Uh, we swapped it out for Talus, uh, which I mentioned earlier. Yep. Um, Talus, uh, which is like a lot of like really distinct pink grapefruit and guava notes but with the same base as the as neon lights and then actually it's not released yet but it'll be coming up pretty soon we've got uh triple neon um which is our, our big kind of anniversary gear for our 300th brew so we just hit our 300th brew uh, a bit less than a month ago so it'll be launching pretty soon but it's nine uh, percent neon lights so 100 percent citra and a ton of hops going into the dry hop for that amazing man that's yeah, fantastic i'm very excited for it the uh the can art looks incredible so it'll be hitting uh, hitting stores in the next two weeks or so really excited to see it there man we're going a bit over here but uh before i call it i was told that you're known around here for your jokes do you have any uh, quality jokes for me to sign off with? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm sorry sure. to spring that on you. Uh, no worries. Um, why, did the, uh, why did the clam steal all of the pearls? Why is that? Because it was shellfish. Well, I've never ended on a better note than that. Uh, this is Sean Phillips. We're just here with the beer. Uh, Carrie Dyson, thank you so much, my man. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is supported by Angry Otter Liquor, Liquor on 248, their flagship store on 248th Street and the Fraser Highway. It's your premier liquor experience in the Fraser Valley. Liquor on 248th with over 10,000 square feet of shopping space and one of the largest walk-in beer coolers in B.C. Now, through the 14th of April, you can purchase a six-pack of bottles of Innocent Gun Original, a dollar off, only $15.99. Plus, you can enter to win a smoker with purchase at Liquor on 248th. How about an eight-pack of Guinness? Save a buck, only $23.99. Plus, it comes with a free glass and you can enter to win a jersey you can save 250 on a 15 pack of Michelob ultra they're only 26.49 sleep and clear 15 pack save a dollar only 27.29 plus a gift with purchase it's liquor on 248th on 248th street and fraser highway the flagship store from angry otter liquor hey guys shane meyer here i am the owner and operator of a place called good lad clothing uh good lad clothing is located in north vancouver just about a 30 second walk from the c bus terminal uh and it is quite literally 
literally the only three-in-one shop in Vancouver. Now, when I say three-in-one, I mean it's got a full-service cafe, it's got a barber shop, and it's got men's clothing right down the center. Uh, we carry everything from beard balms and shave creams to Canadian ethically made brands such as Viberg Boots and uh, Vancouver's own reigning champ. Everything in the shop, like I said, is ethically sourced. It's either Canadian or American-made. Our coffee is literally roasted a block and a half away. Uh, and you can check us out on all the social medias at Good Lad Clothing or visit the website, goodladclothing.com. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650. Also available HD3 at 96.9 FM. Joe Larry along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer Limited. Rick, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we have a first-time guest on the show and a first-time beer company on the show that's been around a good long time. We've been doing this almost 11 years. And this is one of the first times that we've had Steamworks involved in our show. I think this is the first time. Kat Sahoda is a territory manager from Steamworks Brewing. Kat, your first timer. How does that feel? Pretty honored? Uh, yeah, feeling pretty special today. Okay, so uh, let's talk about, because this is your first time, there's a lot of history with Steamworks. Obviously, it's been a well-recognized and uh, well-rewarded brand over the years, but uh, this has been a crazy year. Plus, how did Steamworks fare? Was it was business as usual? Was it, was it weird? What was it like? Uh, it was definitely weird. Uh, business models definitely changed. Uh, you know, from a focus on uh, restaurants kind of went away, and we started focusing a lot more on retail. Package sales were insane last, you know, March, April, May. We had our biggest months ever in the history of Steamworks. Um, so, yeah, the pandemic's definitely changed people's buying habits and, and kind of what products were purchased. I mean, we do a lot of single cans. We do a lot of uh, unique beers. And I feel like it was more of our core brands that sold in bigger pack sizes. People were buying, you know, 24 packs and 36 packs and, and four-liter boxes of wine instead of, the, you know, their couple of single cans because they were not knowing whether the stores were going to be open or not. Well, fortunately for uh, us, it was kind of declared an essential service to some degree. And, um, and I think the thing that's really important, Rick, is that as we observed with so many breweries we've had on this show, it gave people a lot of chance to try maybe something new. Maybe instead of their, their usual, they might see a new pack on a, of something on a shelf and give that a shot. I think the whole support local really, really reached out, especially in, in the restaurant and the hospitality industry, right? You know, with so many craft beer um, breweries being local and, and neighborhood sort of jaunts, um, I think that really helped in, in a lot of ways. Steamworks has been duly uh, awarded recognition over the years, and I remember the flagship IPA, which I think is probably the staple in your family. Oh, it's definitely our top-selling beer. Um, it won Best of Beer um, at the BC Beer Awards in 2016, so Best of Show and Best IPA. Uh, we have the awards that sit at the tap room, and you know, it's uh, that that beer is definitely our top-selling brand. Let me ask what an award of that magnitude does. Do you see a direct cause and effect? Like the minute you are awarded Best in Show, do you see an increase in sales of that product? Almost immediately. Um, the timing for that was actually quite unique because we actually won the award before the beer actually launched. In like it was even available, we submitted the beer for the awards before we'd actually even submitted the listing for the LDB or the listing for, you know, to have it in, 
in stores in the province. So it was just perfect timing for that beer to kind of get the award in the beginning of October, and then all of a sudden we launched it, and then sales have just increased on that beer. Kegs, eight packs, singles, like it's in all of our mixer packs. Um, I get asked about it all the time. I pull up in my car that's branded Steamworks, and people always ask about the flagship IPA. So it's nice to have that recognition and to have a brand um, that is just, it's province-wide, and I, you can't go into a store or a restaurant and not find it somewhere. Well, if I see anything blue on the road, it's the Shaw vehicles, and if I see anything orange on the road, it's usually the Steamworks. Yeah. Yeah. Or Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is Kat Sahota, Territory Manager, Steamworks Brewing. We're broadcasting from the Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam, Joe Leary, along with Rick Mohabir. And um, if we had met 10 years ago, or almost 11 when we started the show, I was a Pilsner, I was a lager guy, and that was it. And I remember the first time I tried an IPA, I thought it had gone off, I sent it back, I hated it. Then I became a big IPA, hophead. I said the same thing about sours about two years ago. I hated sours, hated them. Thought it was, thought it was a sad excuse for beer. I really did. I've changed. I've seen the light, and you've got a tango sour that I'm really digging. Yeah, this Tango Dry Hop Sour is absolutely delicious. Um, super refreshing, great on a hot, hot summer day like today, like we've had this week, like we're going to have for the next couple of weeks when we hit 38, 39, 40 degrees this weekend. Um, yeah, they're very refreshing. I mean, you take one sip and you're, it's just begging you to take another and another. Uh, it's a unique kind of beer in the fact that it's not a kettle sour. It's a co-ferment, um, and then it's dry hopped. Um, the idea is, is that it's very fruity. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, what, it's, what are the fruits I'm tasting here? Uh, lots of tropical fruits for sure. Um, like mang, you got mango in there. You got a lot of pineapple. I mean, you're, you, I don't have one in front of me, uh, but you do. Let's change that. It's a beer show. Let's change that. Yeah, if I drink beer now, I won't stop, and then I won't be able to work for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, is this a brand new release? Um, it's we released this beer uh, last year in Bombers and 650 mil. And we found bombers are just kind of on the decline. Um, so we've yeah. come out with uh, single cans, four-pack cans of this beer, and it's, uh, it's doing well. People are loving it. And where can people find it? Uh, well, they can find it here on tap at the Golden Parrots Pub, and they can also find it in your local retail stores as well. It's not a listed product, um, so if you have to go to a government store, you have to request it by name, but most private stores in the province are carrying it. Catch the hoe to the territory manager from Steamworks Brewing. Let's not wait another 11 years, okay? Yeah, absolutely not. You call me, I'll be here. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio and your host, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is just here for the beer radio broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also available in HD at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also listen to Just Here for the Beer through a number of sources. You can, all of your favorite streaming devices, you can watch and listen to episodes of the show. There's some YouTube stuff out there. There's, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. So, yeah, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you go to get your, uh, your podcast for sure. You can also check us out on social media at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. We have a Facebook page as well. We literally are everywhere. And today we are in Coquitlam at the Golden Parrots Pub. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from JustHereForTheBeer.com and our friends from Mariner Brewing. It's uh, Steve Sharma, who is the sales and marketing guy, and uh, Tori Browning, who is the taproom and marketing manager. Uh, Tori, this is your first time on the show. Welcome to you. 
how's it been in the tap room? We were there probably a couple weeks, maybe three or four weeks back, and uh, yeah, you were faring okay. You had a bit of an outdoor scene going on, but um, now we can kind of see the end of all this garbage. Yeah, since uh, since reopening, um, it's been getting significantly busier. We just had a record-breaking week in the tap room, and it's only June, so we're getting ready for a really, really great summer. Um, and when, when a sales and marketing manager hears record-breaking week, uh, that gives a smile to your face, doesn't it, Steve? Yeah, now it just becomes an opportunity for us to make sure that we have enough stock to supply, you know, the private stores and the GL, GLSs, the, like the government liquor stores. Conversation that we had because you do have some very popular beers, but unfortunately, you're kind of maxed out capacity wise. You literally do not have more tank space or more room to brew. But I understand that you have found a way to solve that problem so all the Mariner Brewing fans can be assured that all the goodies are going to be uh, filled up. Yeah, like I won't talk too much about who exactly is going to be contract brewing for us, but we've managed to secure. Uh, supplier to contract view a few of our core products to make sure that we can meet the demands both on the private and the government side of the business. You know, Rick, I remember having a conversation with a mutual friend of ours many years ago, and he had just been hired by a new startup brewery, and he was telling me that they he was outselling, but he couldn't meet demand because they didn't have any capacity. And I thought, well, isn't that a good problem? I guess it's not because you need to be able to deliver what you're promising people. And especially, I, I believe, and Steve can attest to this, is on, on the government side, if you can't keep them stocked and supplied, there's a pretty good chance they're going to drop your products, right? So then you have to have that fight to get back in there again. And spoiler alert, if you've looked for property in the Lower Mainland, it's expensive, folks. So, Tori, how's the tasting room been? What's been selling popular? What's been popular in the tap room? Are people just sort of going through the menu, or there's some favorites there that they just uh, they just can't get enough? Yeah, I mean, I think a bit of both. I think uh, flights are always hugely pop- popular in the tap room, especially for new people coming to Mariner and wanting to try kind of, um, yeah, a lot of what we offer. Um, but as we get into summer, our lager always picks up, our blueberry sour always picks up, as well as our low gravity, which is our low carb, low calorie options. They're really popular in the summer, really light and fresh, and people tend to go towards those as well. Have you got your team all stacked and ready to go? Because I have a feeling that when the restrictions continually get lifted, I think this, I think the lower mainland is just going to boom. Yes. Um, Yeah, so we did all of our hiring early before the restrictions started lifting. We hired about 10 new people for the tap room. Uh, So we're ready to go, ready for a busy summer. It'll be great. And Steve, from your perspective, um, how's it been from your side of the the business? How have people been responding to Mariner? And uh, what do you see going forward? You know, it's going to be a very interesting summer, you know, for the on-premise accounts. You know, some of our core key uh, accounts have been set up. They're struggling to find staff because where Tory really uh, thrived was hiring people before all of the restrictions were lifted. And now what you're getting is a smaller pool of people available to work at all these high-profile locations throughout Vancouver. And when you saw some of the beaches for the thousands of people that were there yesterday, some of the restaurants that are allowed to be open can't actually open because they've got managing partners, directors of operations, literally serving food because there's not enough staff to sustain full indoor dining. You know, Steve makes a great point, Rick, because a friend of mine is a general manager of a fairly upscale restaurant in Kitsilano, and she is a server now. She's the general manager, and she's serving because she just can't find staff. 
I think that's one of the things too is is in the hospitality industry period is sometimes you got to wear multiple hats and just because you know you're in management and you're doing a certain thing doesn't necessarily mean that that is the only thing that you're going to be doing so it, it, it'll be a bit of a, a, a a hard pull for for a lot of hospitality um, industry but I think we'll get there we're talking Mariner Brewing uh, we're talking with Steve and Tori just here for the beer radio broadcasting from Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam okay you've got something brand new and you have a favorite that uh, has sort of returned I was talking earlier before we started recording uh, Tori I was talking about a mystery beer that you guys did a year plus ago and you were literally asking people to guess the ingredients, and I'm not good at things like that, but uh, somebody nailed it, so you've done Mystery Beer too. Yeah, so uh, basically we release a beer. We don't tell anyone what, what's in it, not even our team, uh, which is really fun because then they get to talk about it with our customers, give their opinion, say, say what they think is in it without ruining the surprise. And then we ask people to guess what's in it, and we give away some awesome prizes. So... Uh, we're giving away a year of beer in the form of a $1,000 gift card this year, as well as a Mariner Brewing prize pack, and yeah, some smaller prizes after that. Um, so yeah, guessing the fruits and the style, what's in it to win. And I think you probably need to sort of contact maybe a, a, a home brewer friend of yours that might have some knowledge. That might kind of help. Yes, definitely. But I do think last year that there were some people who are not super involved in the uh, beer world who got really close. Didn't get everything, but got definitely got the three out of five to be entered. Steve, I know when we were out there recently, you were talking about this jet pack. And uh, I think we sort of saw a mock-up of the box, and it's kind of nice to see something come to fruition. So this is your, uh, this is your newest entry. Yeah, so our low-carb beers that Tori was referring to earlier, we've released, well, haven't released yet, but we're in the middle of producing our jet pack, which is going to be a, an eight-pack tall format. Four different SKUs. We'll have our dry-hopped variety, a mango, low-gravity, our pink grapefruit, and our tangerine, and we'll offer it for a very aggressive uh, price point on the wholesale side so we can take advantage of those lower, lower price points at the sale price at various liquor stores around the lower mainland and in the interior. It's kind of healthy, so you kind of need to drink it, don't you? Yeah, I actually got contacted uh, a few months back asking if our beer was keto uh, keto friendly, and it, and it is. So it opens up new segments for us to approach with that type of beer, and especially for summertime, it's light, it's refreshing, and we've changed up a, re a few of the recipes to make it more approachable, especially like our pink grapefruit. The can you have in front of you is a brand new recipe with new flavoring, so it's much more approachable for the average drinker than what was previously available. And uh, when the restrictions further lift, which we understand is about two weeks away, um, you have a little patio action both front and back. What can what can people expect in inside of Mariner? Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll be back to full capacity. Um, so we're doing lots of fun things that we've already started. We have Mariner Music Mondays, so live music every Monday from around 5 or 6 till close. Um, yeah, just lots of fun in the tap room. Hopefully lots of events can be thrown. Uh, we'll definitely see the more the more we hear from the government. Well, I know that when we saw you out there maybe three-ish, four-ish weeks ago, I mean, we didn't, you know, we knew that there was some a plan in place, but it's so nice to think that we're just a couple of weeks away from the next phase, and then we're only like a month and a half away from fully normal. I'm just so looking forward to it. I guess you guys are too. You know how the world is usually pretty cyclical? The roaring 20s are coming back. Yeah. Yeah. In full Mariner, 
Mariner Brewing, where can people find you? In uh, Coquitlam on Lansdowne and Barnett. High traffic location, plenty of parking out there, and I know that the Just Here for the Beer brewery tours are returning, so that might be one of your destinations. That is definitely uh, in the offings. Steve and Tori from Mariner Brewing, thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. Thank you. And that is a wrap for Just Here for the Beer radio, broadcasting from Golden Parrots Pub in Coquitlam on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. And it's been a fun show indeed. And um, again, we're only always at the mercy of our sponsors. And our great sponsors have shown up once again. Steamworks Brewing, first time on the show. Let's hope it's not the last. Oh, most definitely. 11 years. Also our friend uh, Courtney and Christy from North Paw in Port Coquitlam. And they're about to celebrate their third-ish anniversary on July 18th. It's been a crazy time. They've got a smoke and patio situation going on. Look forward to that. Our thanks to... Um, to uh, our folks, their friends from uh, Mariner Brewing, uh, which is in Coquitlam, uh, as well. We um, we talked with uh, Mr. Brent Shaw, the CEO of Beverage Concepts, and uh, Krombacher beer, a beer that goes back to the 1800s. Oh, some distinct history there, that's for sure. Thanks to uh, Sean Phillips, the Meet the Brewer of, and Kerry Dyson of Brew Hall. And we would be remiss if we did not say thank you to my longtime friend, Mr. Shane May. Uh, May Management, and of course the Golden Parrots, is under his supervision. And you know that if Shane May's got his fingerprints on it, man, this place is going to rock. Oh, yeah, and the food is on point. Is on point. The patio is on point, and uh, lots of great music coming up. And uh, Shane, just before we say goodbye, remind us again who's coming through the Golden Parrots. So we've got on uh, July 17th, uh, Nadine States and Rob Montgomery, local guys, and they're fantastic. Then we've got Russell Marslin, Raven Blackwell, August 13th and 14th. Again, very Fifth, I believe it is. Uh, we have uh, the amazing uh, Gino Gerusi and Dance Mob. Be sure to come out and check it out. And let's support live music, man. And uh, ask Shane or ask any employee. Uh, I want to see the picture of your uh, your wonderful father with uh, with the legendary Elvis Presley back in the back in the fifties. And one more thing, if somebody comes in and says, "I want I want something to eat," I don't know what. What do you suggest? What do you suggest? You know, there's so many. The burgers are fresh, man. They're chuck meat. The uh, prime rib sandwich is amazing. The uh, slow uh, roast. Uh, Beef is fantastic. We've got uh, a, a staple from the days of the uh, two parrots, uh, a hot chicken Caesar teriyaki, which is, I, I probably have that three times a week. Uh, you know what, I, 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 I can't pick because, you know what, they're all fantastic. What a sales guy. And, uh, and also on Saturdays you have Krombacher and Steamworks uh, on, for, uh, on for happy hour. Yes, we've got to support them. So, you know what, they've both been great, Cat uh, and Willow, and then, of course, uh, uh, Grant and, uh, and Brent Shaw is uh, with Krombacher. And they're, they're good people, love to support small business, man. Thank you, Shane. Thank you guys very much. Be well. Cheers. And again, you can check us out on social media at JHFTB, just here for the beer.com. And uh, rumor has it that the brewery tours are coming back soon. Oh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Up to the province, though. Just go, just go to com for more info. Our thanks again to Shane May and the folks at the Golden Parrots in Coquitlam. That's a wrap. Just here for the Beer Radio, Sportsnet 650 AM, 96.9 FM, HD3. Just here for the 
Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through JustHereForTheBeer.com. For more information, check out JustHereForTheBeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.